Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where it has to be said. My name is Denise. And I'm Laura. So we have Laura. Uh, for those of you who have been watching consistently, um, she was here with us, I want to say sometime in May. We recorded, I think the episode called Good Moms. Mm -hmm. And now we're back. Yes, we're here. And I'm not pregnant anymore. <laughs> She's not pregnant. Now Laura's a mommy of two. Under two. Two under two. It's tough. It's not for the week. How is that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All I advise you ladies out there, if you want to do back to back, go for it. Just make sure you have your support system, a big support system, because it's tough. It's tough. What has been the most challenging now with having two under two? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, my my first one is he's 18 months and now my my newborn. Well, Daniela's four months. So having them so close in age, sometimes Caleb will have his fit. Then Daniela starts crying, and it's both of them at the same time. It's like they're racing, mm -hmm. you know, who can cry the loudest. And that stresses me out. So I'm, like, trying to attend to, to you know, one and the other. But I think that is something that, that stresses me out. When they both yeah. start crying, and I'm like, I want to be there for both, but I kind of have to attend one more first or whatever the case. Yeah, because for us, it's kind of like we understand, like, for example, the little one is more dependent of you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you have to respond to that need first, but right. then you don't want to make the other one feel like left out. Oh, my goodness. Caleb is like attached to me. He's a he's a he's he's now, you know, going more towards my husband. But sometimes he just wants to be attached to me to the hip. And I'm like, Bobby, hold on. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough when they're like attached to you like you love it but then at the same time it's like oh it lord what did much. i do it can be a little too much sometimes <laughs> yes because alina's like that with me too and it's like i'm like any anyone else can help you in this house anyone anyone else leave me yeah. alone no but hey at least you have you know people helping you out yeah. at home with me it's a little different um but todo va bien so far i'm surviving <laughs> <laughs> you'll get there you'll get there yeah yeah, I'll get there. So for now, it's a break. No other no other critters coming around. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it's in God's hands, but oh, Diosito, por favor, no me haga eso. Like, not right me, now, not right now. Give me some time. Please. Give me some time. <laughs> so I brought you here because I wanted to talk about, uh, um, we've always kind of had similar uh, stories with regards to paternity. I wanted to talk about, um, you know, fatherhood. Not We can't define fatherhood because we're not fathers, right. but kind of like, um, our expectation maybe growing up and maybe how that has trickled down now in our relationships, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think that after some time, certain we look for the things we kind of lack. Um, so I just want to like to hear a little bit about your story and your relationship as to how things are with your dad and and where you are now. Right. Um, so it was definitely challenging growing up without a father being present. Um, so you know, obviously you would see or hear other girls growing up like, oh, daddy took me on a date and oh, daddy did this and daddy did that. And for me, growing up, hearing that, seeing that, I'm like, wow, that hurts. Mm -hmm. You know, to think that also he also, you know, just to give you a little bit of a background, he now has a different family or or, or has a, created a new family. Um and sometimes I, I would think like, well, if he's there for them, why couldn't he be there for me? Mm -hmm. 
you know, what was so different. Granted, times probably back in the day when he had me with my mom, things probably were different. But he still was having other children. So I'm like, what what was so different? Mm -hmm. Like, why couldn't you stay at least uh, be present, I guess, only in my life if things didn't work out with you and my mom? That's fine. Um, But, yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things, actually, some of the things in my in my relationships that I've had previous to being married, um, he he kind of had fault, if I could say that, uh, with with how things ended up or how I would react towards uh, a male. What was you so when you're saying that, like, what was your expectation then in seeking or when you were looking at a relationship? What were kind of some of the expectations you had then? Well, obviously things that were missing. Um, so because he wasn't present, I'm well, honestly, I try I had to kind of search and figure out what is it exactly a, a man would have to be mm-hmm. with a woman, how would they would treat her? I had to search that myself not even having it presented to me. Right. So when I did do like, you know, my 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 search or whatnot, I was like, okay, so whenever I find my person or whoever that I'm dating, he has to be kind, he has to be respectful, uh, and he has to be able to show me love. Yeah. Things that, of course, my mother... She gave me all of that growing up, but it's not the same when it comes from a father. Mm-hmm. A father is your, you know, you look up to your dad and he's the one that's supposed to be the the example for your, you know, a partner in the future. Yeah. So those are the things that I, that I lacked, not that I lacked, but things that some men that I dated lacked that I thought. Because I be there because I didn't know mm-hmm. from the get. Uh, so I let me stop you right there. Hey guys, it's Elvis. <laughs> I'm in the background. <laughs> let me, no, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask a whole bunch of questions, but I just want to when you know, I don't really know much of your story with your father. I know Denise's, and I get upset every time I talk about it because mm-hmm. I'm a man I, and I'm a father, and I could say what what is it required to be a father and a man. Uh, but I don't know necessarily your story, sir. So were you always separated from your father? Did you guys have any relationship? You know, I don't, I don't know much. So basically, I was about four years old when he just left. Okay. Um, leaving my mom to having to work like three jobs even. I had to stay with my grandmother um, so that my mom could provide for both of us. And not even like... Leche ni nada, so yeah. no milk, nothing, nothing at all. No was communication. He, was he out of the country when, when he left? Oh, no, the... he was in the country. We were the ones that left okay. when my mom, um, you know, she she got married to my stepfather at that time, which okay. is my brother's father. And um, that was different because then I thought that my stepfather could be my, my father figure, the one that was missing mm-hmm. and things like that. Unfortunately, things didn't turn out the way that, you know, it should have. But did you guys ever communicate with each other while when after you guys left at four year old? So after some time, when I started becoming a little bit more independent, I was able to go to um, to DR every year by myself. I would go every year. Uh, I would say I started making my trips when I was like 21. Por ahí. 
And so before that, just to kind of go to the story. So you guys left at four and, and you started going back to DR 21, more or less. We and, left. I left DR when I was six. Okay. So. So you were still there two years and there was still no communication. No, wow. Absolutely not. So that told me a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. As to what kind of man he was. Um, so, yeah. So when, when I, you would travel back and forth, would you try to reach out to him? Would he try to reach I out? I would try how to did, reach how out. How do you guys touch bases again? So, basically, around the area where I where I used to live, everybody knew each other. You know, my family, all the majority of my family is still back there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, he would know. He would hear, oh, and look, your daughter's here, you know. One of your daughters, because mm-hmm. he has so many kids. Um, and I, at first, the first couple of years, I was a little hesitant in reaching out because there was just so much time missing. Um, I didn't know how it was going to be. There was a yeah. big gap. The first time that we met up, um, you know, I I reached out to him through WhatsApp and I was like, hey, I'm here. If you have time, you know, I would like to see you. It was very awkward. What made you want to reach out? Well, I wanted to see I wanted to see if he could like I don't know, I guess come up with with his reasons as to why he never reached out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, did I do something or something like that to make him kind of go away? Like yeah. All of these questions um and there were a lot of things that he said to me uh even on like a very important day which is one of my birthdays but that was like later yeah on. i was like 24 um he said something that really really hurt me hurt me to the core i felt like i didn't want nothing to do with him um and I don't even want to repeat it because I'm going to start crying. Just thought about it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No. I want to hear it. I'm curious. I'm curious. You don't have to cry, but I'm curious to see. I mean, think about it. It was years ago, and you're talking about it now still. Yeah, that's that's true. But there's just some things you don't say to your child. Mm-hmm. I agree. You don't say that your child was a mistake. Oh, wow. Mm. wow. Especially on their birthday. Yeah. You don't say that. You don't say, you know... Other things that may hurt and impact your child, you don't say things like that. Only because that stays here. Yeah. yeah. And now you're thinking like, wow, you know, this is the man mm-hmm. that, you know, was with my mom to make me. The man that told my mom to abort me. And, wow. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> this wasn't planned. <laughs> yeah. You don't say it. Yeah. That's something that will mark your child. That's why you have to be careful with the things you say, how you say it. When he told me that, I immediately went to my mom and I told her. She was she, she was upset, yeah. She was I could so imagine pissed. her. And this was a time that me and my mom were working together at the same place. And she got on the phone. And my mom's a Christian Pentecostal lady. <laughs> she, she was always like that, would, right? Yeah. yeah. But she will tell you how it is. She's a tough yeah. cookie. Yeah. She will tell yeah. you how it is. So, you know, they went back and forth. And at that point, I was like, you know what? 
Me limpio la mano, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done with this man. I'm not going to reach out to him. You know, the crazy part is you go to him after years when it really he should be looking for you to give him a chance to redeem himself. And all he does is bring you down. I mean, that's just horrible. It's funny because he would always tell me, oh, you know, it's not only we don't have to look for you for the we, us parents don't have to look for the kids. The kids have to look for the parents. Hmm. The kids have to reach out for the parents. And I'm like, yeah, but you need to do your part, too. Mm -hmm. If I'm reaching out to you, it's because, you know, clearly I want us to build something. Yeah. Even though we didn't have that foundation. We never had that foundation. So, skipping a few times yeah. because there's so many things that has happened. happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we know a little bit more of the backbone now because I, I really didn't know. I don't know if you knew. Yeah, no. I, no, we didn't, didn't converse about that no. specific moment, but yeah. we've had like little snippets. Um, moving forward, you know, that was the time around that time I was kind of, I was in and out of church and, uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to think about this man, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, so, you know, I've had relationships here and there. It didn't work out for X, Y, and Z, whatever. Um, and I, and I do feel like most of them all have been because of, how he hasn't been present mm -hmm. um but yeah when i was going back to the church thing there was a time where i went and visited a church and like made a concilia yeah you know came I, I back felt, to the path of christ i felt like it was it was that time you know there was a lot of things there was a lot of voids i was trying to fill voids con la discoteca con you know mommy i'm sorry drinking and all that stuff partying uh, she did. She she knew, but she didn't know. <laughs> she knew, but she didn't know. You know, no, you know, no, she was praying oh, hard. Oh yeah, ella estaba esa rodilla estaba negra de that praying. Because <laughs> bro, knee deep in that and on that floor. Um, it was those were mm -hmm. tough times. I was I was trying to fill up the void with things that were missing. You know what I mean? And he was he was a big part of that. Yeah. And so I went to a church, and they you know they prayed for me when I conciliate blah blah. And, you know, something told me. So, yo creo que eso fue Dios. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, putting that little. You need to forgive him. And I'm like, who's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking about here? Pero tú sabes, I put two and two together. Yo tenía tanto hatred and stuff like that towards my father. That I was like, all right. This is the person I need to forget. Not forget. Forgive. forgive. Because you don't forget those things. Mm -hmm. But you don't bring it to to light. Yeah. Cada vez. Because then you're going to dwell in all that. So I was like, oh, my Lord, this is hard. I'm like, are you sure? Hey, <laughs> pues. <laughs> you know, I, I reached out to him. I said, look, I forgive you. It's hard for me to say these words, but I forgive you wow. for everything that you've said, you've done. And I just want to move forward. I don't want to dwell in the past. And if you feel like we can move forward, well, then, you know, we'll let's start a new, you know, turn the page and we'll start writing a, a, a different, a different story than what we, than what was previous. Well, he agreed. 
todos los días me manda mensajitos. But he be sending to everybody because I know. It's like, like that copy and paste on WhatsApp. <laughs> Pero, it was a start, yeah. you know? He mm-hmm. still does it now, which, whatever, because one of my aunts be telling me, ay, Juan me mandó esto. I'm like, yeah, he sent it to me too. <laughs> um, so that I know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it started with those, and then, you know, little conversations started. When I started going back to DR again, we would see each other, hang yeah. out. Was it awkward? Yeah, it was awkward. But at least we were we were developing something. Yeah. I think it's just so much harder having to start in your adulthood a relationship with oh, someone, right? Because it it's not... I don't think it equates to your typical mother father-daughter relationship as much as we may try to do it, right? Like, for me, it was opposite because our relationship stopped at 16. Mm. It... After my sweet 16, it stopped. And it was more like um, I have memories of him trying to kind of be involved. But there were so many other external factors that I understand now as an adult why he may have pulled back. Not that it justifies him pulling back, but I can see now like as an adult, I'm like, oh, you know, him having to almost fight. Uh, you know, my mom's boyfriend over a visit. Like I can see how after a while that can get like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this, right? Or like us going to court and then hearing from, you know, us telling the law guardian, like, no, we don't want to go live with him. I can see how those things hurt, you know? Um, but we cut off completely at 16 because at that point, my grandma's like, oh, you know, you're bigger now. You got to make an effort. And I think that's a culture thing, like Hispanics, mm-hmm. of like, you know, hey, we'll cut to mama, to papa, like that respect idea. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're an adult, it's kind of like, you know, you got to give back to them. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I didn't ask to be here. Yes, yeah. out of respect, we should honor our father and mother, but right. it, it shouldn't be the expectation that we have to do everything for you. That's no. not, it doesn't get, <laughs> that's not, that's not the point of us living, but that's a whole other talk. But <laughs> so I reached out to him. He came to the Sweet 16 and we tried. But then I think I called him for like Father's Day that same year. He didn't answer. And then next thing you know, the next year I, I end up being pregnant and I call him to let him know. And he's like, oh, well, good luck with that. He was like, mm-hmm. he didn't want to do with it because I guess someone else already from the church had, had told, told him. him. And then that was it. I hadn't spoke to him. Um... No, I think I saw him once at a funeral and Elanise was a toddler. And I remember I was like, oh, this is your granddaughter, whatever. And she's like, oh, I don't want to see him again. So even she felt like she felt, awkward. Yeah. Um. So he's never reached out again. So I always tell Elvis and he's like, well, I don't get it. Like if he was to reach out to me, um, I would try to flourish a relationship, but it's not coming out of me anymore. Like no. I've messaged even the step, you know, his his wife. I don't know if they're even still married, but... At the time, I would reach out to her to try to even see my siblings. And it was always an excuse. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, I think after a while, your heart knows when it's good, mm-hmm. when it's healed. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I can't There's do this so anymore. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. You're doing your part. You're trying to extend, uh, you know, and reach out to them. But yeah, I, I know. It's I like, know. what else are we going to do? But I remember too how you said, like, growing up, like, even Father's Day at church, I used to. Oh, dislike Father's Day at church because they used to have all the fathers there and they used to do, you know, the nice specials and the kids. It, it, Every father come up with your daughter yes, or it was, with your children and I'll just be like... It was so hard for me. Like, I would even cry, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I did not like celebrating. And yeah. then 
Um, after a while, I learned that, you know, God can be your paternal father, your mm -hmm. heavenly father. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when it kind of helped me in the healing process. Right. And I think also, and I've said it in an episode two, having Elvis, you know, not because he's here, but um, <laughs> seeing him become this great father and man mm -hmm. has helped also heal that part of that I didn't have. Like having that, I think the satisfaction to say, I gave this to my kids at least. Like at least they're able to have the privilege of growing up with their father. Right. Right. And that's something that I spoke to Joey about. Yeah. You yeah. See? I'm like, look, Listen, whatever happens, if anything were to happen to us, you know, I need you to still be present for our kids. That's that's the, the only thing I ask, yeah. you know, because that will mark them for forever if you're not there. Mm -hmm. So he knows he knows how important it is for for um for the kids to have a father present and things like that. So I don't have to. Yeah. Tell him too many times. Right, honey? <laughs> Do you feel in that? Because I feel I, I have my own. Like, I guess it, it does have some impact. Do you feel like you sometimes try to chime in too much to how he chooses to be a father? Like, do you feel oh, like... Oh, for it, sure. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. But then again, you know, not to say that is that is right that I, you know, it's that wrong. I try to it's correct wrong. him. Let me let me clear that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is wrong from a father perspective. That is wrong. You do not see any father, any father trying to tell a mother how she should supposed to be a mother. Elvis, but how would I know if I never had that foundation? You don't have to figure it out. The same way he trusts you as a woman and a mother of his of his kids. The same way you should trust him and love him enough to say he has this as a man. There's some things that he needs to work on, but it's okay. We're not, we we're all, not gonna go there. No, we all. I, I think we all have things to work on. You know, I didn't have the most stable home myself, uh, but now I think as a father, and you guys could look at it as a mother, and you guys are like, man, like I just want to make sure that. I'm the best I could be yeah. for mm -hmm. my kids. Mm -hmm. um, if there's something that they're lacking as kids, as youth, you know, and when they grow older, I don't want it to be because of what I did. Mm -hmm. I want it to be because of the choices they made. Therefore, they're going to have different consequences. Uh, but I just want to do my part. And again, I, both of your fathers, I don't know how they do what they do, especially a Christian. How are you not present for your kids, right? Um He's saying that because my dad was a believer or is a believer. We should, that's still in question. Don't, don't believe the hype, guys. Okay, yeah, that's still in question. Not because no, pero eso es, I just want to make it clear so that the you know everybody knows it, it, religion or or whatever. So mm -hmm. no, no, you're, we're still human beings at the end of the day. Yeah, we're gonna make. I don't want mistakes. you to guys to think like oh because they're Christian, of course they're gonna be perfect. They're gonna you know yeah they. I want to point that out there because I know that that's another thing that. La gente, oh, pero, pero él es cristiano, porque we should, yes, yeah, of course, but we should do better. Of course, we, we should. should, we should. But Look, at the end of the day, todavía we're all human beings. We, we all make mistakes. Yeah, we all... you were a perfect example. You gave him two chances, and your earlier age and later on, and you were like, listen, let's keep on starting mm -hmm. and starting. You were, you were showing the grace that God gave upon yourself. You know, you were just a reflection of what was given to you, right? Because you didn't have the your earthly father present, and, and then you met mm -hmm. the real God, the real father, right? And you were like, listen, 
I want to extend that grace to my father. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, but understanding that we're probably not going to have them react the way we want. Mm-hmm. Right? Because perfect example, what he did. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, I understand, or let's try, he bashed you. He marked you. Why? Because you got to understand also in your head, just because you are coming with open arms and coming like, oh, with grace, that doesn't necessarily mean that the person receiving the it's message. going to be also mm-hmm. like, bang, Yeah, bang. let's do it. So yeah. I think also expectation is very yeah. important as well. You know, I mean, that's just me. <laughs> Which is fun. But going to what we were saying right before, I was reading something and it says fathers are more more likely than mothers to feel judged by their spouse or partner for how they parent their children. So we gotta fall back, Laura. <laughs> Both of us. No, I think I think you don't do that anymore. Not anymore. And, and, and you know why? Let me be very Here honest. Because you're too busy. <laughs> Let's be honest, you're too busy. That's true. You know? But you know what it is? I feel like for us. And I'm glad you're here because he's going to probably debate this. But I feel that... Mm, Get ready. (laughs) For for us moms, it's always almost like an expectation Mm -hmm. to do everything, to be everything, to know everything, right? I'm going to give a perfect example. Elvis took Elena last week to the doctor, right? Because she was fighting the flu. She's She's been going through the last two months. And, you know, he asks, he's like, oh, what's her date of birth? Don't judge me. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to judge you. Thank you. Because I'm appreciating that he's taking her. You yeah, know, yeah. I didn't have to take all. I didn't have to leave work early. He was able to do that. But I was like, what if I, as the mother, would have said I didn't know her date of birth? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, right. I, so that- I, I w- let me answer that. I would have found it for you. That would, let, let's just say, for example, you didn't answer. I would have found that. But I'm like, listen, you. that's the problem. You guys give too much. So it, I'm like, listen, she's going to answer anyway. So let me not even look for it. Let me so let her work. So self, don't give too much. Exactly. Oh, wow. that's, the, that's the whole point because you you don't let me do my part. So mm-hmm. if you don't let me do my part, okay, so I'm going to utilize that in my favor. Okay, you want to so do this? So we doing too much, Laura. Okay, so I'm going to step back a little bit. I don't know here. about you, Laura. I don't know. <laughs> let me not judge because I don't want Joy to say anything. <laughs> yeah, Joy, no puede say nada, look aquí. But I think, I think it trickles down. It's hard to not... But it's hard to not expect of our partners for our kids. But we have to remember that what our kids need is not the same thing that we needed. Mm-hmm. Because they're already at an advantage in the sense is that they have both mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever that may look like now, right? We're not perfect, but they have that. So that's already one step ahead right. than what De- little Denise had, right? Yeah. Like, little Denise was being raised by grandma. So I didn't even have... I wasn't even raised with my mom. So... Those are different factors that require different needs. And I think that's where I've learned that I'm like, all right, Ellie and Alina don't need this type of structure or this type of father because they have already both Mm -hmm. of us, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, if I don't let Elvis figure it out or give him the benefit of that to try to do things, then he, he won't do it. 100%. (laughs) hundred <laughs> percent. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, but it won't be the other way around. Like I won't push you to do this and that. I like because we already automatically do it. Yeah, but that's on you. That's a choice you make. <laughs> oh my god. That that's a choice you make. Am I right? Am I wrong? If you're doing it, vamos supone guys are more laid back. Right? You enjoy your home, right? <laughs> both in the bed, both laid out. And the baby starts crying. Who who is more likely the one that was 
inclined to have to respond? Um, you know, let me tell you something. There you go, Laura. Come on, Laura. <laughs> say it. Come Even on, Laura. Laura be having different setups. Yeah. We gotta learn from yeah, Laura. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Go ahead, Laura. Go ahead. Don't interrupt saying. her, please. No, yo lo, que quiero, yo lo que hago es, I look at him. <laughs> oh, wow. How you look at him? How you... <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get that? <laughs> No, I kinda, we kinda, I, I look at him to see si él se para o no, porque él está en ese freaking teléfono. <laughs> <laughs> Yo no más lo veo. Also, you're deaf now. <laughs> Does the phone make you deaf? <coughs> I look at him first to see if he's going to get up or not, or if he's going to put the phone down. What are we doing? Sometimes he'll do it, but I guess sometimes I have to stare harder. <laughs> <laughs> But he's been doing better. Oh, you see? I can't say I do, he's... I, I, I used to pretend I was sleeping. Yeah, I used to do the same thing. We were both all asleep. We were both all asleep. We you know what it is? What works for you is not going to work for it's us. True. And what works for us is not going to... Every That's the problem nowadays. You see a little TikTok and social media yes. and stuff like that. Oh, you see, baby? Look at this. Look baby. at this video. Oh, God, you see, baby. Uh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, right? Because isn't that that girl that says baby all the time that sounds so like weird and stuff like that? But On they, the video probably, yeah. Yeah, so they be sending these videos and they think it's a reality. Listen, I'm probably tired today. I don't, yeah. don't want to get up. Oh, you're probably tired and you don't want to get up, right? It's all partnership, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's different now with, with Daniela. You know, we let her cry. Because, girl, she's... Isn't that, it that, crazy how much different you do? No, no, no. That's a different, that's, that's a different topic. Of what, <laughs> your first child, you know, you're giving them a multivitamins. You're giving natural juices. And the second oh, no, one, he'll no, be no, all right. No. Let's go no. McDonald's. That's, uh, like, that's for another episode. Yeah, yeah. But, listen, all, all in all, I'm actually glad... To have God in my life. I think if it wasn't because of God, I really wouldn't have, I wouldn't have reached out to my father. I wouldn't have said, hey, I forgive you. Wow. So, and that's how you know God is real. Porque mira, para que uno aguante y que alguien te diga una, te diga una cosa así, or mm -hmm. have done things to you que te marca. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I have a father allá arriba. That, you know, mm -hmm. I really attribute everything to God, honestly, too. Like I even meet like even in the work I do when I meet teenagers and a lot of it is like, you know, a lot of their behavior stem from hurt and mm -hmm. offense. Either mm -hmm. mom did it or dad did it. And a lot of times is dad not around in their life or present and, and horrible to them for whatever reason um, or whatever male figure they have. Mm -hmm. And it's that lack of forgiveness, like Having Christ in your life helps mold you. And I feel like God has helped keep me sane mm -hmm. in uh, a lot of ways um, because I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't know where I would be without <laughs> having God's love and grace reach out and us being willing to yeah. allow it because he calls people all the time. Yeah. We just don't answer. <laughs> I literally would not be here sitting on this couch if I didn't listen to God's calling and listen to his words yo but that's that's another episode right that's another episode because oh, <laughs> she's like no, let's not Jesus. even talk about God take the wheel but oh no I'm I'm very uh now you know 
my father, we still talk. He sends me the same messages as everyone else, but por lo menos. She's like, I'll take he it. He adds on, and he's like, how are the kids doing? How are you doing? How's your husband? You know, he I've sent pictures of the babies so that he knows who they are. Maybe one day we'll meet because, mm-hmm. you know, now he's here, um, which. That's another story. That's another story también. <laughs> Um, but I feel like we're, we're, we're good. Yeah. I like We're that. not like the best, like, oh my God, my yeah. father. But, and that's okay. <clears throat> like I, I, you know, basically, you know, the point is that we all go through things. We all have different experiences with our fathers. Uh, even people within the family have different experiences with our fathers, right? Because the dynamic and perspective you have of him may not be the same that a different sibling might have mm-hmm. of him. Right. And mm-hmm. that's okay. That's, that's the way. Life rolls. But the point is, is that, you know, that relationship is a foundation to what, how we grow up, who we begin interacting with, mm-hmm. who we seek to have connection with. Um, and thankfully, by the grace of God, God helped us heal enough to find and connect with men who also love God, mm-hmm. are willing to grow despite how crazy they drive us, and we want to just, you know, <laughs> give them tatiquitos and want to yeah. input our our perspective of, of, of fatherhood. You know, at least we're trying and growing. And I right. think that's the best I think you can take out of our conversation today is that we go through things, but don't allow that to dwell and define who you are. Like, you can grow from that and, and have a beautiful life. You deserve a beautiful life. And yeah. I think that... Um, Thinking that growing up, maybe as a kid, like, oh, if this person can't love me, who's really going to love me? Right. Or what is love? Or, or you know, how how do I find that? To now being able to say, like, I know the definition of love. The truest form is really God, right? right? But to be able to see his love through others, I think that's also a blessing in itself. And that's why I think God gave me a son at first. You see? <laughs> he knew I needed that. And that's what I got. So and I'm gonna very love you thankful, forever. even though he's crazy sometimes. <laughs> but I love him. And I want to give a shout out to, um, you know, my mom's hubby, who's who's yes. now. I've Thanksgiving of last year, I gave him the dad title, and that that was that was a lot. Wow. He cried. I cried. But shout out to him because he he definitely has shown me también, um, what a dad is yeah or, or should be my mom's husband too has been very present he was there for all of, of alina's pregnancy and now um taco he has been very great and supportive and it's nice to see like to imagine like oh this is what life right. should be like i'm so, like man mom why couldn't you meet him earlier yeah, <laughs> but god knows everything he does we're happy they have them too right yeah so that's of the, course of course so laura thank you for talking with us it thank had you, to guys. be said and it was said Take care, guys. Bye.